hello. This is Cindy. And this is Nat. Welcome to Murado Lens. Hello. Today we are um, having a good time. And as always, um, we're sipping on some nasty woman, some progressive pink, or some some of that red. That red oh was good, God. no? What was it called? It's from Nasty Woman. Pantsuit Pinot Noir. Pantsuit Pinot Noir. I know. I haven't had it yet, but I'm really sipping on this. Get yourself a good pantsuit, though. A Hillary Clinton pantsuit looks too fucking tacky. Get like a real good one. It looks one. very rectangular. It's, yeah, it's, just, it's not. It's stiff. It's stiff. It's Rigid. Stiff. Like, can I look at your form a little bit? Rigid. Why am I being so nosy? I don't know. Yeah, it makes you feel like, why are you so rigid? Yeah. But in conclusion, this episode is brought to you by Nasty Woman Wines. Okay, hello. And we're going to be getting into some, um, what you might think when you hear it first is a little bit negative, but it's actually really beautiful because we're all made of both parts and it's about embracing your inner darkness. Yeah, it's about the yin and the yang. So that's we right. all have light and we all hope that we have some light in us, right? Because that's mm-hmm. important, definitely. But then it's like we also have darkness and one cannot exist without the other. Exactly. So we have to really embrace both. So let's not be on Instagram all day long or talk to friends Mm -hmm. or family and make it seem like only talk about the good things. Right. Like it's okay to talk about the bad things. And we've said this before, but I think the first part before even talking about it is like just understand that you have darkness in you Mm -hmm. as a human being even if you're gandhi or mother Teresa, you have some darkness in you and you have to be okay with that and know what it is become friends with it so that you learn to cope with it work with it and move on with it yeah i think for me um i think when i hear darkness i immediately start to giggle because my humor is a little bit dark my sister Mm -hmm. (laughs) my sister and I really get along in that aspect, my sister Rocio, because it's kind of morbid and mm-hmm. my cousins as well. Like it's like where but we your sister Joanna, too, though, I feel her too. Yeah, <laughs> we all morbid. love it. And, you know, I think it comes from like my dad. Like he's always had that kind of sense of humor. So like for us, it's been ingrained in us. But I think you you can't have one without the other, like Nat said. But at the same time, which one thrives? The one that you feed. Right. So right. You, you want to feed the light as you much as possible. The light, but you have to acknowledge the darkness so that you can feel like you're just like everyone else because everyone else has that about them. And if you embrace it and you own it, no one can use it against you, not even right. yourself. Because you've admitted to it already. So mm-hmm. what are they telling you something you don't know? Exactly. You know, it's like you got to move on with it. However, it's be self-aware so that you understand the balance even within yourself. So your actions are more, they come out of kindness and love and you're not out here in this world destroying Mother Earth, the environment, and yourself. Right, right, right. right. Like, don't come with your agenda if you're messing us all up, right? Come with positivity. Come with a good heart. And if you do that, it's okay what you're doing. And there'll Mm -hmm. be darkness in it. There'll be some lightness in it. But, yes, embrace the fact that there's darkness, to our point, because it's actually very normal. Mm -hmm. And it's part of being human. And it's part of being a human on this earth. Um, So, yeah. What do you think about you as, like, the darkest part of you that maybe nobody would assume by just looking at you well first of all i want to start with saying that and this is not that i have a very hard time or i had a very hard time i think in the past of just being okay with telling people yeah i'm dark too Mm-hmm. Which you've been doing, Cindy, a lot of lately. Like, people need to understand my dark humor. Like, I'm okay with it. I'm so about it. And I even let it out a little bit at work the other yeah. like the other day. And my boss was, like, laughing his ass off. <laughs> it was just some, like, weird remark. Like, imagine this just all goes down in flames. And, you know, we don't even launch what we're supposed to launch. And he, he was kind of alone in the room. And I was like, great. And he was just, like, looking at me like, okay, you're making light of this. I like this. And he just didn't stop laughing for like two minutes. And I think I said something else like, 
you let me know who our competitors are so I could stalk them, <laughs> find out where they live, and eliminate them. And he just looked at me like, I think she means it, but I know she won't act on it, and I like this shit. It's passionate. This is motivation. This is motivation. This girl knows what she's talking about. I think she would, but she won't really do it. So it was just like one of those things where it's like, you take me seriously, but you know there's something behind it. Like, of course I would bust my ass working and try to find out who's trying to, like, take us down. But I wouldn't, like physically harm I wouldn't them. physically go after them and you know do something to them because again you have darkness but it comes with a good heart and still there's love and kindness behind it thank you for saying that Natalie and there's some balance to Cindy's mm-hmm. dark ass she's like Wednesday from Adam's family yes I am <laughs> I'm wearing black right now so is Natalie as always <laughs> um, but I think it's important to understand that you have to make light of it you know you have to kind of make fun of it too like mm-hmm. it's not don't take it so seriously don't take your your woes or your tragedies in life so seriously because no one is immune to them and we all have to go through some of that at some point whether it's like there's highs and lows and the lows is where the darkness comes from but there's beautiful things that come from darkness like art and music and the best art and best music unfortunately has come through people's darkness and like the worst times of their lives but that's because they embraced it when they were going through it they learned and admitted this is what i'm going through how do i kind of recover from it and move on yeah man take your broken heart and turn it into art carrie fisher man is that what she says yeah that's what she said quote that's right. Meryl Streep quoted her and I like wrote that down. I was like, yes, because everyone, you know, when it comes to like breakups or loss or friendships ending, like what do you do with that energy? It has to go somewhere like energy just doesn't disappear like it transfers. Mm-hmm. So transfer that energy into something positive, like hone it because mm-hmm. you want to do something with it. You just don't know how. And I think that's why people get restless. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why people get depressed because they feel bad about feeling bad. Mm-hmm. Don't feel bad about feeling bad everybody feels yeah. bad just feel Every- bad and be without let the, it be the thinking of what others think yeah and don't or- cover it up with alcohol don't cover it up with like dating someone else and mm-hmm. just literally simmer in that sadness in that darkness and then guess what it will pass cry and then laugh later i think people are very afraid of of that's vulnerability embracing. though it is isn't it that goes back to that a little bit it does but i but either way i think it's just like be okay with like i'm a little dark cindy embraces that she's dark as hell with her jokes oh, she'll yeah. say some real morbid stuff and you just look at her like is this is she really is she honest no she's not honest but it's funny yeah it is <laughs> funny funny i laugh you asked me before what was one of my dark what is my darkness like what is yeah. that in me um you know i don't know i think that i always find ways to see if i could how like i always wonder how i'm going to die mm. and because of that i my mind goes somewhere else but also i watch snap a lot or i used to i should say what when is I that had time snapped on one of these like it's like the reruns at this point but i think they're like i don't know they're they're on cable tv basically and it's snapped and all these like crime like reality shows that they do reenactments of like wives that kill their husbands or I wives love that, shows like that yeah or like wives that kill like just family members and it becomes very very dark very fast but i'm so curious to know how can a one family member do that to another and where can it come from because there's darkness in that yeah but there's also beauty in understanding the pain right what's the difference between people that think about it and what's the difference between others that actually do something about it well they think before they act that's for sure well some do and some don't but that's that's the argument like how can you Mm -hmm. how can you determine whether something was premeditated and nobody can that's why the court system is so messed up and that's why people get like 
put in jail for years because you get in trouble more if it was premeditated. But how can you even determine that? I think we need to understand, go into metaphysics and respect that more and stop going by just human decisions Mm -hmm. like judges and jury systems because the criminal justice system is so messed up and so corrupt Mm -hmm. that how can you really go by that, right? Nowadays, it's who the lawyer knows and how much money you spent on that white lawyer for it to even matter in court. Who the jurors are too. The content is no longer important, right? It's the followers. Mm. Think about that. Here we go. Okay. It's translated to digital digital world and Instagram. Like, you know, even when we try to talk about our show, how many followers do you have? Like, that's the first question. And there's no depth in that. It's so empty. Mm. You know, there's darkness in even that question because it goes yeah. back to very ego-driven, narcissistic shit, you know? And I'm just like... Before you even ask that question, why don't you hear the content so that you understand if you like it? You, the person asking that, are you going to be a follower or a listener? Because it's really, it should only matter what you think at that moment as far as quality content goes. What entertains you? Not what's the thing to like because others like it. Because at the end of the day, Nat, and as much as we don't want to like even play into that, because we are owners. This is our podcast. Like We own every single word. We don't let, there's nobody telling us what to say and what not to say. And there's a lot of power in that. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, people hesitate sometimes to kind of, I want to say, team up with us. And that's fine. This isn't for everyone. That's no, fine. Right. We're embracing that. Absolutely. But it's about money. It's about business. So, like, if we don't speak everyone else's language, then they don't want to be about us. And that's fine. Well, we go back to what we were talking before. We need to empower one another. Mm-hmm. If you believe in, in good content, first and foremost, but also in supporting a nasty woman slash fellow bruja, mm-hmm. feminist, Latina... We shouldn't be each other's competition. Other women should support other women's businesses and, and ideas. If they actually like it, they should support it and be vocal about it because that's how the love gets transferred. You know, the energy gets passed along and there's a sharing aspect to this community. And that's what life is about, not just mm-hmm. digitally, but in real life. Right. We're going back yeah. to darkness. Um, <laughs> I know, right? We, we went, went kind to- of a rant, but it, it all kind of ties in. Yeah. Uh-huh. But. One way that I've kind of embraced my darkness is like, and this is something I was afraid to do for the simple fact, like, what if something happens to me and I like lose my journal? Like I write a lot and I write about a lot of shit, anything that comes to mind and things that I like maybe regret, things that I'm upset about, things that didn't work out when they were supposed to work out. And it just goes out into the abyss onto this piece of paper. Now I don't give a shit if someone finds that, like whatever. Like if something happens to me next week and you were just happen to come upon my journal and you're going to read some shit about me, I don't think it's going to hurt me at that point. Like obviously I'm not around, but I really used to be scared about writing it all out. How do you like kind of make peace with it? I know you embrace it, but how do you like just be with it? Um, I be with it because I laugh a lot. So I have a lot of like internal comedy going on in my head. You do laugh at my dark jokes. You're yeah, my number one I fan. Love, I love your dark jokes. <laughs> the darker, the better. A lot of my friends are very dark when it comes to their, their humor. And yeah. I, it has to be reflective of me for sure. Like they, someone told me this recently, like you spot it, you are, you are it. You know, like I spot mm. the friends with darkness. Like that means I am in touch with my darkness. That's right. But now as a f- older woman, you know, yeah, yeah, I'm still yeah. a young woman, by the way. Mm-hmm. But as an older woman <laughs> in my early 30s, I do embrace my darkness more. And I think it's actually the beauty. There's so much beauty in it now. So there's a lot of empowerment in that. And I think that women should do that. Men should do it too. Like if you have a little darkness, talk about it. Be about it. You know? Mm-hmm. Because we normalize talk- it. Yeah. We have conversations yeah. like that. And if it's that effed up or dark that it's bad or hurting people, then you'll actually probably realize that when you start talking about it a lot and telling people like, oh, wait, whoa. 
it doesn't sound right or I could adjust this a little bit. You know yeah. what I mean? That could come from you actually talking about it out loud. But also great comes from that. Like what if it isn't bad and it's just funny and it's part of who you are? Embrace that. Be yeah. that. But if you don't embrace it, then don't expect others to embrace your darkness or the the defaults or whatever in, in, in your mm -hmm. character. That's I think that's one of the reasons why like when I meet new people or whatever, I'm like totally myself. If you don't like it, that's fine. Mm -hmm. And I'll ask people some deep ass questions these days. I'll be like, what do you live for? What do you hate about what's going on right now? Mm -hmm. What would somebody never assume by looking at you? I literally almost interview everyone I meet because I'm just trying to see, like, you part of this tribe? Not nah, okay. I'm going to move on because I'm not about, like, wasting my time. Like, I want to be with people that embrace all of that, like, all their imperfections. Right. Just, I agree with you. You have to. You have to, I think. But pure darkness is great. I want to know, like, what people's pure darkness is, you know? I think it's just me, I guess, pre-calculating how I'm going to die one day. And I romanticize that, whatever that's going to be, which is really dark. How, like, if, let's just say, God forbid, you were to die tomorrow, how would you want to die? Well, ideally, I'd want to die in my sleep, first of all. Because really? from a very selfish perspective, I'm like, I don't want to suffer. My biggest fear is to die drowned. Mm. I can't swim. And I didn't know that. Yeah, I totally can't. I mean, I could. Oh my god, could we have to. Paddle, we whatever. have to teach you this summer. That's happening. Everyone's tried. Um, it's really more of. A I'm gonna hold you like a water. like a child. I'm, I'm gonna hold you. Oh, I'm like. I'm gonna teach you, guys. Oh. This is the mission from Rhode Island. Cindy is teaching Natalie Why how to did swim. I, even say that? I need to empower you in the water because mm. it's a beautiful thing to go and yet out. Yeah, I'm a water sign. I I'm can't a believe it. It's I'm a crab. And I love the ocean. I want to always be around water. I cannot believe this. I'm in shock. I love the ocean. Seriously, and every time I hang out with her, I learn something new. It's insane work wife props okay seriously so i have this dream Ooh. that i have when i was a very young child okay so i guess this is my inner darkness i'm a cat okay so it's like almost like i'm premeditating or the premonition of my death since i was a young girl so it's more of like when will that happen as opposed to if it'll happen mm -hmm. and when i was a very young girl and I, by young i mean like four five six seven just mm -hmm. like in that range and i had this dream that seemed so real and i had gone into the water and fallen all the way to the bottom of the ocean right like off a boat oh wow and lord and behold i was like i guess dying in my dream i couldn't breathe i was like suffocating with water in the ocean and all comes this dolphin and i'm seeing myself from an outer body experience in the dream so like my spirit seeing natalie dead in the water and i'm dreaming this oh. and then the dolphin comes and brings me all the way up to serve to above water so that i don't die drowned you know and i always i think i survive it but i always kind of wake up when that actually happens yeah and then i've had it again in my teens like post my mother's death so like 15 16 years old yeah and then i've had it recently so i've had it for the third time now in my older days really and i always and it's the same dream and it happens like every 10 years at this point or every seven years like it you know what i mean wow and it's the same dream and it's always just as real and it always seems like the first time I had it when I'm actually having the dream and then I wake up like, oh my God, the same dream. It's so odd. It's kind of creepy. And it's definitely darkness to that. And hence, I hate cruise ships. I've never done one and I'm always like anti. I do like boats, but I'm very timid when it comes to them. Like I took a boat in the Bahamas with 
uh, my husband and it was we were hitting like some really big waves and that guy was driving really fast thinking it was sexy and cool and i'm all like an old viejita i'm like oh my can God. you please slow it down <laughs> to like 10 miles an hour of course you are thanks right and i'd be like let's go 60 don't stop i can't and i'm like and we didn't have life i was like you don't need a life vest. I'm like, no no you the totally hell, need a life the vest. hell i do oh my god me personally yes and we ended up going to like a cave in there Ooh. and stopped to go under the cave like, are you crazy? I literally had um, the float around my on my waist. <laughs> so I don't try. The noodle? The noodle. The noodle's no, the no. best. Literally the, the thing, the rim around my waist. Oh, not the noodle. Not <laughs> the adult version <laughs> of, of the, oh my God. That is so funny. I was like a five-year-old going underneath that. It was oh, really You ridiculous. were just like paddling over yes. with your little hand. Literally, like a little duck. <laughs> Like a little dog. Quack. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. I had no idea. A lot of people talk about recurring dreams, and I think it's very interesting. I've never had. I don't want to speak to a dream specialist. That would be we very should, cool. You know what? Boom. Talk you about just intuition, put, right? You just put that out there. We're going to do it. We're going to bring a dream specialist on and talk about this. I may know someone, actually, now that we talk. Oh, my God. I'm excited. Yes, we could do this, guys, for all of you. So send us your ideas like or your dreams that you're going through or you've had repeatedly throughout your life, if there's ever one that really stands out, because we want to tap into what that means means and maybe a dream analyst or specialist could tell you this means that and then you could tell us if that's accurate to maybe some trauma or something in your life or maybe the future that we don't know about so you're to my point before maybe it's a premonition might well i'm a big believer that dreams do have a message for you Mm -hmm. and my family has always been a huge like what did you dream about a lot of brujas read through their dreams well my dad is a big believer in that he'll be like what did you dream about like we'll literally sit down and have a conversation about Mm -hmm. it like step by step seeing by seen and he will like kind of analyze my dreams for me but like i know i don't know i know that they mean something i just don't know what and i've always been really sensitive about dreams i don't know if you know this about me like i have lucid dreams no i don't know i've had lucid dreams since i was a kid i used to have night terrors tell me more for like two years when i was like five i would wake up like screaming and i don't know what my mom did i think she took me to a specialist or something and it stopped for a long time but in college, they came back again, but not night terrors. I had lucid dreams this time. So basically, the lucid dreams feels like... Exactly. Let's tell the people, what's lucid dreaming? So basically, it's you knowing in your dream that you're having a dream. Right. You're aware of I'm aware. that dream. So sometimes they're awesome. Sometimes it's me in Disney World going buck wild and like, oh my God, I know I'm dreaming. I'm going to fly now. Oh, I know I'm dreaming. I'm going to have like pie now. Like it's just right, ridiculous. There's some, there's some form of, de- there's some degree of control. Oh, there's so much dream. control. You could see like the narrative. You could yes. change the environment that you're going oh through my God, to it's some amazing. extent. It's amazing. It's like virtual reality. It's almost like being a, mu- that's what being a mushrooms feels like, by the way. Really? FYI. Wow. Okay. So yeah. I mean, that's, that's, the- that's next on your bucket list this, there you go that's the light side of my lucid dreams the dark side mm-hmm. and it's there's some family members of mine that have the same exact dreams and we have conversations about this like is it like a brujo thing in our family maybe so mm. basically the most vivid one i could remember and it involved having a friend in the room who was really weirded out by this my college roommate denise basically i was having a really bad lucid dream where it felt like oh, I a weight those. oh I was on my those. chest and it felt like a like a, like a dead spirit. And like I heard whispers in my ear in the dream. Like a language I could not understand. What and kind I, of language did it sound like? It was just like, like. Indigenous? No, it was like mumbo jumbo. Like it was just like something I didn't even understand. But I knew it was a bad dream. And I felt uncomfortable. And I felt like I was dying. And I couldn't move. Wow. And I knew I was dreaming. And I had to wake myself up. And I knew I was in the room. And I knew Denise was sleeping in the other bunk. We were in college in a dorm room oh. at this time. Mm-hmm. And I was just freaking out in my dream. Like I could feel like myself like freaking out, like 
in the dream and out of the dream, I'm supposed. Denise was sleeping and she hears me calling her. I'm calling her in my dream like, Denise, Denise, Denise. And she wakes me up. She's like, yo, why are you calling my name in your dream? And I'm like, yo, I was calling you so you could wake me up. Wow. She's like, that is the freakiest shit that's ever that happened to me. That's darkness right that's there, That's some dark-ass shit. And I was like, yo, I'm so sorry to freak you out. But sometimes I have dreams like this. Um, I don't know. I guess I'm going to try to not have dreams like this again. But I don't mean to freak you out. But I was having a hard time in my dream and I needed somebody to wake me up. Wow, that's scary. My cousin Oof. also has the same kind of dreams. And he has to wake up his, he used to have, this years ago, he used to have to get his brother to wake him up. Oh. Call his name out. So I don't know if it's a family thing, but I know that it's... reminds me of that show, Strangers, Th- Stranger Things. What that show, Stranger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I have. I have. It's amazing. Season two's coming out. I'm a big fan. Well, when she hears the voice, but nobody else does, and she starts to have these dreams, like where the dreams are telling her where her son is, and that's how she discovered to go through that wall, and like that's kind of the whole. I totally related because I'm totally in tune with my I dreams. T- I understood when Yona Ryder killed it. I liked mm-hmm. it. She got a lot of different feedback, but I, the darkness of that. Yeah. Uh, hit home with me because I feel as a kid I always kind of had these dreams that were telling me things to be aware of or kind of a premonition of what will happen oh I've had and those. then when it happens you're like oh this is what I, I maybe I wasn't supposed to do this because in my dream I was supposed to do that and it kind of relates back mm-hmm. it circles back to dreams sometimes certain real life situations I've had dreams where I've straight up like just been in a weird place and done something very basic and then nothing I never thought of it again and then years later I will have been in that place doing that very basic thing. And then it just like comes and it hits me like, holy shit, I dreamt this. Hmm. Like me traveling. Deja vu, what they call deja vu. Oh, what they call deja vu, of course. But I literally like, I didn't feel it at that moment. Like I dreamt it like years ago and it made absolutely no sense. And I just kind of kept them moving because I don't know. I think it was like me and Marseille like shopping for something. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, holy shit, I've done this. And I'm like, of course I haven't really done this, but I think that's why people believe in like, parallel universes and like time not being so linear like that dreams mm-hmm. speak to you that there are other that we actually live in other worlds and things like that so yeah so let's let's talk about it further i think let's get this yeah psychoanalyst this like part one specialist. honey so guys send us your messages through ig or actually on our itunes subscribe leave us a comment Please. and let us know you know, are you curious about what your dreams mean? Let us know what your dreams mean, what the dreams were. Yes. We'll pass these along to a dream analyst and we'll start to get answers and respond back to you guys. Yeah, we'll help you out. So it'll be kind of like your free, like, dream, dream. analyzation. I love it. Okay. I love it. Hashtag inner bruja. Follow yeah. us on Murado Lens. Thank this you is- so much for giving me this space to talk about this dark ass shit. I love it. I love it. Well, this is Nat. And this is Cindy. And this is Murado Lens. Bye-bye. Peace. Thank you.